1: In that case, I
0: pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at Luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary, boyd were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for
0: details. In this league presents the NFL Draft Prospect Podcast. Did like that! Do you like that! In this War Room! Hug it. Chug it football! Here's your host, Scott Bodman. Welcome back to the War Room, everybody. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. Follow me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports, joined by CK at C-O-P-I-E-P-S on the Twitter machine. We are back, and we are going to be talking about some Senior Bowl rosters, some Shrine Game. Is it Shrine Game or Shrine Bowl, CK? I can't remember.
1: Shrine Game. They took
0: the bowl away. No more. They took
1: the bowl away. They moved it to Vegas and they switched everything up.
0: That's right. Uh, Which is weird. You'd think it'd be a bowl in Vegas, but it is not. And uh, that game is on Thursday, the uh, Thursday, next Thursday. Correct. Yep. Practice starts
1: practice starts this week.
0: Yeah. I don't know why they start
1: on a, like a Friday, but.
0: It's very strange. Yeah, Yeah, I guess just to give him a full week or whatever, Uh, but we have, yeah, Shrine game practices starting on Friday, and then uh, Senior Bowl practices starting starting on Tuesday, at least for the public. So we got a lot of that stuff coming up. Uh, CK is going to go through the rosters, tell us who he is most excited to hear about, and if you guys haven't um, followed the Shrine game or the Senior Bowl before, the game is fun. It's fine, but we don't really care about the game because all these guys, you have a week to come together to blend. Like if someone looks good, we'll point it out. Someone looks terrible. We'll point it out for sure. But the practice notes and who is holding their own in practice, who is impressive in practice, who is good in interviews, uh, who is making a good impression with everyone over the week. Malik Willis, this was huge for him. Uh, you know, didn't Can save pick his it? draft stock. Kenny Pickett also uh, very big for him. So, there was a lot of uh, big time performers in the game last year and make no mistake about it. This is the biggest way for these guys to move their stock up is to be impressive in front of actual NFL coaches and evaluators and uh, just be impressive throughout the week. So it doesn't always work. Amir Abdullah was one of the best ever uh, senior bowl week. And, you know, I mean, he's still in the league, which is, you know, uh great, Uh, for him, but didn't turn into the star that I thought he was going to uh, for sure. He he had like that first game for him. You remember the first game uh, was against the Chargers? I I remember he was on the Lions. I don't remember the first game, but I remember the people were super hyped for him. Dude, he put this move on their safety. I can't remember who it was, but he scored on it and I was losing it. I think it was his only touchdown of the year. But uh, yeah, I think he got hurt after that or whatever. Uh, But yeah, I mean, so look, uh, we can be duped here, but, um, a lot of guys make noise. A lot of guys make noise here. And even a guys that
1: job interview, right? It's what it is. It's a five day exactly. job interview for these guys. You got to show up. You got to act like a professional. Now it's, you've, you've got all these people watching you act like a professional, go out and show what you can do.
0: Who was the clown that got kicked out of the combine? Because it's like, you know, this is a, this is an extended interview. Like you said, for five days for, uh, guys that did everything right. Pretty much, you know, you have to, you don't just get an invite uh to the senior bowl. You have to do uh you have to do a lot right to get there. I can't but I cannot remember someone got kicked out of the combine last year for fighting it.
1: and in hindsight, oh man, it makes all the sense in the world. It was Reuben Foster.
0: Who oh, has oh had, wow.
1: Yeah. He has had a, the uh very tough NFL
0: couple issues off here. the field yeah. with yep. same, old ruben same stuff so, so it shows up man God, i thought someone got booted last year too i might Ooh, be mistaken i could but, be wrong. Rem- um,
1: i remember that there was a lot of talk about carson strong showing up and just kind of like kicking back and relaxing and almost like i think there was talk of him putting his feet up on the tables and in interviews and you're like well <laughs> that's probably not a the best too thing relaxed to do. and then you yeah. get drafted right so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> treat it like a job man treat it like a job
0: you're getting exactly. paid now Exactly. So uh, yeah, th- these events are awesome. Really excited about them. We're gonna have a lot of coverage for you uh, next week on them. And then uh, we're gonna start with some team needs. We're gonna start in the NFC East, which is, you know, we still got uh, an NFC East team alive here in Philly, of course, but uh, they you know, Philly, when you look at Philly, they don't have a lot of needs, but so what we're you gonna go this
1: last weekend's games.
0: Oh, I mean, they were uh, not as good as the previous weekend. I know that. I was mm-hmm. upset that Cincy won. Everybody knows that. I was upset that Patrick Mahomes got hurt because Cincy has a better chance to get past them, even though they've already beat them. Uh, Joe Burrow is 3-0 against Patrick Mahomes in his career, uh, which is just crazy to think about. Uh, Philly just demolished the Giants. The Giants were done after they beat the Vikings. Like, that was mm-hmm. over. And then uh, the Niners game was was good as well. I mean... You know, it was there was no winners there, uh, I I thought, but uh, the Niners came away with it. So it's like, I don't hate the Niners, but I don't want them to tie the Steelers in Super Bowls. So I'll be rooting for Philly and I hate the Bengals. So uh, Casey Philly Super Bowl is what I'm hoping for, which means we'll probably get Cincy San Francisco, in which case I will be rooting for San Francisco to tie the Steelers. I can't root for the Bengals. Cannot do it. So Cincy's uh, looks
1: really good, man. They. It still comes down to that O line though, right? We've talked about it before on here. Can they, can they hold up against? They Chris were Jones and so
0: good against Buffalo. They, they, they really, really were the might've been addition by subtraction with Jonah Williams going down. Good Lord. Couldn't they look be great. much worse.
1: Couldn't have been much worse. And then, yeah, the Niners Niners defense really, really gave Dak some fits and then sucks for Tony Pollard getting injured there. We'll Oof. talk about him, but that sucked for them. That, that really took the sales out of any hope. I think the Cowboys really had in that game. I know they kept it relatively close for a while but it felt like they could not run the ball and they put so much pressure on Dak, and he just could not move the ball with it and so
0: they're gonna have a problem man like you said we're gonna talk about it in a little bit but it is you're not saving enough to cut zeke this year and i don't know how you get pollard back with the cap that they have so and the other needs that they have so we'll see how it goes i mean the cowboys might be a possibility for Sean because zeke looked terrible uh, so, uh, that's a possibility as well, but, uh, let's dive into it. Uh, like, uh, before we start here, I do want to tell you guys about our Patreon, patreon.com itlarmy We got group me rooms, uh, rankings, all kinds of great stuff for you over there. So please check that out if you would, but, um, CK run us through these rosters, uh, for the senior bowl and shrine game. And of course these are, they're, they're pretty much they're set, but I don't think these rosters are ever set in stone, a guy gets hurt, they'll call someone up from another game to replace him. So, um, you know, sometimes things happen and these rosters change, but this is what we got. We're close enough to it to announce rosters. So uh, who do we got in the senior bowl and who do you want to see? And let's start at qu- quarterback here.
1: Yeah, so this this weekend actually is the NFL PA Bowl if you wanted to watch another all-star game. but And then some of those guys, if they have a really good week, I know like Darnell Mooney went there a few years ago and then they do get called up to the senior bowl or the shrine game. But... A uh, quarterback at the senior bowl. There are six, the big one who's not there. Well, there's two Stetson Bennett. I think we all kind of expected to be there and is not. And will Levis, Josh Allen came and really dominated, pushed his stock up. Will Levis. The question was, is he going to come? Is he not going to come? He is not. So there are six quarterbacks. Only five will play Clayton tune, Jay Kaner, Max Duggan, Jaron Hall. We've talked about them before. Tyson Badgett. We talked about before. I want to see Tyson Badgett. That is the most, yards ever at any level you can't find any video Shepherd. on him can it is you? so hard to find any video on him we'll get to see him against some <laughs> some higher level talent and see if he's if he's really got this because i think you know he watched the, the film what you can't find he looks unbelievable but now we'll see some <laughs> some more difficult competition and then hendon hooker's there he will not Just play he's still recovering yeah. but it's it's an interview guy right he's gonna get a chance to talk to these guys we said this is six days for him to talk to nfl executives and show as a 26-year-old, right, this should be a guy who can step up and, and truly act like a professional. And I think he can still get picked pretty early then.
0: Yeah, he definitely could. Uh, and, you know, I would love to see him in Philly backing up Jalen and, mm-hmm. and learning from him and then maybe getting a job after that. So um, Hooker definitely going to have a job at the NFL. But like you said, I mean, a kid we really want to see is badge, You know, uh, we, we want to see what he's got compared to, you know, against, defenses that are going to be tougher. One-on-ones that are going to be tougher. You got to fit in into tighter windows, things like that. So uh, to see how, if he holds his own and how he interviews and all that good stuff. Uh, how about for running backs? Because, you know, I don't know. It feels like to me, running backs, edge rushers. Um, I mean, really anyone can separate themselves, but the running backs and wide receivers and edge rushers are the, the biggest ones to me that separate themselves from the pack here. I would
1: say that, and I'd probably throw in cornerbacks to that list, those ones that get a chance to do the one-on-one reps that you can see them in a run-on-run drill, and what can you do? So we've talked about Chris Rodriguez before. He will be there. Roshan Johnson, your guy, is going to be there. Chase Brown. Yes, he will. Chase Brown, Eric Gray, Tajay Spears. We've talked about all those guys. I really like Tajay Spears. Some players, we I don't know if we've ever mentioned them before. So Cameron Peoples, Appalachian State. Appalachian State runs a couple of different running backs. They had him and Nate Noel. He is a power running option. Now, I'm not really sure. I know that Jim Nagy, who puts out the invites, talks to a lot of NFL players, like NFL executives, to see who they want to be there. He's an awesome pass blocker. I think it's probably a committee back type of option. I don't see him being a lead back anywhere. As Evan Hall is the Northwestern back, extremely productive. And then you look at the 55 receptions from last year, and then you turn <laughs> it on, you say, well, he can catch the ball, but it's not It's not the Jameer. Now, I don't want to compare Jameer Gibbs, but it's not even Tajay Spears who can run different routes like underneath routes Evans Hall runs on the other side of the offensive line and then he just turns around and he catches the ball in his gut and it's it's not I don't think there's a whole lot of skill there as far as pass catching as a third down back and then Kenny McIntosh so there are he's really only got one year of work on film and that's because Zamir White got picked in the fourth round and James Cook got picked in the third round last year and he's kind of a mix of both of them he's not as good of a pass catcher as James Cook but he's better than like Evan Hall for sure. And then he's got the size, speed and tangibles that Samir White had. So I, I like Kenny Magandash. I think he's someone who could get picked probably. I think he could pick in like the third round end of day two, if he had a pretty good
0: uh, post season here. It's all, it's always interesting with some of these running backs that are like at the big schools, Ohio state, Georgia, Texas, like, you know, um, there could be someone in front of them that is just awesome. And you cannot beat that guy out and you might be pretty good yourself. I mean, who was it? Um wasn't Matt Castle the one that was behind Matt Leinert at uh USC mm-hmm. or he's behind someone. I can't yep. remember no you're um, right. Yeah. Uh got
1: drafted as a yeah. seventh round pick even though we'd
0: never played. <laughs> started more games uh as a pro than he did in yeah. uh, in college because he's just behind one of the greats and that was before the transfer portal and uh all that stuff. And you know, I don't know. Matt I think Matt Leinert Matt Castle probably had pretty comparable NFL careers I mean liner was a first round pick so um, you know uh, probably had a few more starts or whatever but uh, Castle was around for a while in in Kansas City so um, that happens with the running backs too. Kenny McIntosh could definitely be one of those guys just buried behind uh, all of these unbelievable backs at Georgia and you only get one year start you probably gonna have a better pro career been a collegiate career uh like you said what about uh for the white outs like we said a lot of separation going on this week uh, here
1: there's a lot of whiteouts. they always invite a lot because teams want to see him so the top guy is probably rashi rice he's a borderline first round pick second round guy probably uh andre yoshevis i've mentioned before want to see him that's the princeton receiver xavier hutchinson's there trey palmer tank dell puka nakua ronnie bell we've talked about those guys before guys we haven't talked about I'll lump Darius Davis and Trey Tucker together. They are each very tiny, but they are each extremely fast. Darius Davis is 5'9, 168. He is the receiver on the other side of Quentin Johnston. And then Trey Tucker is Cincinnati 5'9, 175. Another, both of them, I think have more, more likely to make a impact on special teams as a punt returner or kick returner at the NFL level than a wide receiver. Uh, Jaden Reed is a Michigan state guy. He had played at Western Michigan, transferred to Michigan state. I had, I'm not a Jaden Reed guy. I never really liked, I don't like Jaden Reed's hands. I think he's terrible hands, but maybe he <laughs> goes out and he could be like a gadget guy. Like the Deontay
0: has terrible hands. And he's yep. still a well, good one good out. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, you know, my thing with Jaden Reed is, uh, Michigan state had some terrible running backs oh. or, uh, Quarterback. uh quarterbacks. Yeah. And they, all they did the year before this was give the ball to Ken Walker 50 times, you know? So, uh, Another guy that I think could potentially be a better pro, obviously, got to improve the hands because that's job number one. If you ain't going to improve the the hands, you might as well be a corner. Well, so. Let's
1: talk about you talk about guys who could be better pros. How about the Stanford guys? Because both Stanford receivers are here. Michael Wilson looks like an NFL wide receiver. I mean, the production. he was a
0: high recruit. Was not yeah, he four he or he five stars?
1: Extremely high. And then Elijah Higgins. So the, the senior bowl is listing Elijah Higgins at tight end. Now he's played receiver, but six, three, two thirty five. They listed him at a tight end. So we're going to see if he can be that Darren Waller type, the unconventional player, perhaps. Yeah. That becomes interesting for if if he's going to be qualifying as a tight end and playing receiver for fantasy, that's interesting, right? Those are what we want guys who can catch passes.
0: Yeah. He'll definitely that first year. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not to be insulting, but Yahoo will 100% have him at both. So. It just happens every single time. And he'll
1: definitely have, even if if he's going to try to do this transition, we talk about how hard it is for tight ends to make the transition from the college level, the NFL, if you're going to make a positional change and transition to tight end, it is going to be a long process for Elijah Higgins.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Unless you're used in a specific role like Isaiah, mm like, so yeah, go, go to Baltimore, you know, get drafted. That's what you want. You want to get drafted by Baltimore.
1: A couple other ones, Jonathan Mingo. That's the next Ohio or Ole Miss wide receiver. Dontavian Wicks was amazing in 2021, and then Virginia switched offensive coordinators, and all of it kind of fell apart. Now he, I think, in 2021, he averaged 20 yards a catch, but he also has some hands concerns. And then Charlie Jones, great special teams player, transferred a few times, and then he finally had an extremely productive year here with Purdue this past season. Grant Debose, as of an hour ago, is is in the Senior Bowl. I saw it's about a last hour. That oh. is the man we talked about him a few times transfer portal back to Charlotte. And then the next day decided to go to the NFL. And now I see that he is in the senior bowl. So yeah, a lot of receivers. I I guess the one I want to see the most is probably Yoshivis just because once again, Princeton looking to see that bump up. That's what pushed Christian Watson last year.
0: Yeah. There's um, yeah. There's so much here that could happen uh, going this way. I think, like you said, Rasheed Rice probably the clear cut highest here, mm-hmm. but these guys, you, you got to separate yourself because there's a lot of wide receivers every year. There's going to be wide receivers coming out and they're all pretty good. So you have to have a way to separate yourself. This is, you know, it goes back to the high school level where guys start. You, The most athletic guy is your quarterback. The big athletic guys are usually your edge rushers. And then the other big athletic guys that can catch are your wideouts. outs. And, and, you know, the, we're, the small, fast guys are corners like, uh, you know, corners uh, get get the 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 last. So, mm-hmm. you know, got to separate yourself. You got to you got to make some waves here if you're going to go in as a wide receiver. Otherwise, you know, if you perform bad at these, a lot of these teams are going to be like, what do you think about playing corner? You ever think about that? And, uh, you know, once you get there, yeah, that, it's tough. The Dwayne to Eskridge,
1: that. the, the yeah. Dwayne Eskridge approach, the reverse Dwayne Eskridge, His was a corner to a receiver. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Going the other way
0: exactly that's well that's what the first thing they want to do with quarterbacks that uh they mm-hmm. don't think can throw is they want to make them a safety remember scott frost got drafted as a safety by the rams after winning the heisman as a triple option quarterback in nebraska i mean we're talking like late 90s at this point so uh showing my showing age on our age yep. sure yep. absolutely yeah so um it's uh it's, it's, it's interesting but yeah they, you got to make some noise i'm interested in the tight ends because like you said the tight end class kind of weak you know, after the top two, it's, and then it's
1: a, it's a it, couple of top. There's, there's a, there's a tier, like there's a, a very high tier. And then there's a next tier and we, we could have got two of them, but Dalton Kincaid's injured. So yeah. Dalton Kincaid is on the roster. I don't think he's going to play. And then Luke Musgrave, we mentioned him before. I, I think he's going to have a pretty good week. And that's and he Dalton Kincaid can solidify themselves as that middle tier. And then Josh Wiley, Davis Allen, Cameron Latu. That's an Alabama guy. Will Mallory. I like Will Mallory. He just decided to go. His was he was one of those like players that had the and decided
0: February or whatever later
1: time. And he just officially declared, I kind of like Will Mallory and Braden Willis. He plays this weird hybrid tight end, fullback, running back role at Oklahoma that we've Mm -hmm. seen be effective at the NFL. Like that's not all that different than what Trey Sherman did. Yeah. So we can see him. And then Payne Durham, very productive tight end at Purdue. Hunter Lepke, that's the fullback. I mentioned him before. I think the only fullback we've ever talked about on here from North Dakota State. But once again, more of a Chris Cooley, like the talk about showing my age. Chris Cooley um option as far as pass catcher, but he's also injured. So I don't think we're going to get to see him either.
0: Uh, how about on the defensive side? So the best player that we
1: I think I don't know if I would say the best player, but the most likely player to get drafted high is Tyree Wilson. But he's also injured. I'm not sure he's going to play. He's still on the roster. After that, it's Devin Witherspoon. The last two weeks, the hype of Devin Witherspoon, we, we talked about Devin Witherspoon with corners, and I said, I think he's probably going to go in first round. Now I'm seeing him like top 10 on a lot of these things. I know. So, and I, I love it. Like, I think he's really good. We talked about how aggressive and physical he is. And so he is still on the roster. We'll see if he plays.
0: Uh, I think I th- that's one of those things where he sees, same thing with Will Levis. Like, you see where you're going in mocks, and you go, well, I can only move myself down. You know, I mean, Will Levis is going in the top ten, so why even bother? You know, doing this, you can only make yourself look bad. I think Devin Witherspoon might might be, ah, uh, you know, it by that same apple. You know, uh, yeah, I'm Devin going in the top is... ten in mocks. I know I'm going in the first at least, so why even bother?
1: Yeah, with this? he's a he's starting to look very much solidified in the top half, and we've talked about the corners. I think he is. Right in that Christian Gonzalez, Joey Porter Jr., Devin Witherspoon. I think it's going to be a pick your poison. What do you want out of those three at this point? Because Devin Witherspoon's tape is way better than those two. He just is probably three inches shorter than those guys. But if we see Jair Alexander, right, that's, that's who you can get out of Devin Witherspoon. You could get Jair Alexander, the short guy who's in someone's face.
0: How about the uh, best interview from the playoffs, too, or, or from the season was Jair Alexander talking about picking off the ball in front of Tyreek Hill. Was well, if you guys have not caught that, uh, go find it. It is it is awesome. Go watch it. it.
1: Uh, other defensive players at the Senior Bowl. Isaiah Land, he is a pass rusher from Florida A&M. He'll be a fun one to see. Dylan Horton, we saw at TCU. Derek Hall's an Auburn pass rusher. Isaiah Foskey is ex- had multiple 10-sack seasons at Notre Dame. Andre Carter, we talked about, he is the one that the law was rewritten for. So he could go to the NFL draft <laughs> out of, out of army. Ivan Pace is a linebacker out of Cincinnati. Sidney Brown is Chase Brown's twin. Uh, they both go to Illinois. Sidney Brown is the safety Chase Brown, the running back. And then my guys, Jamie Robinson, I'm, I'm a big fan, man. <laughs> I love it.
0: Yeah. That's your guy. You, he you're going to take uh... that one. Jamie Robinson, uh, guy for sure. I like Foskey here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Car- Carter could be good. Yeah. Separation. That's what we're looking for. Who is impressing the most? Who was it? It was Jermaine Johnson that uh, made the big boost last year. I mean, he was like a, you know, borderline day two, day three guy coming into the the senior bowl. And he was, it was like after one practice, he was a second round pick. And then, after that, it was this guy's gonna go in the first round, he's gonna go with these top edge rushers like Walker and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, let's ratchet it back a little bit. And he ended up going, I believe, in the 20s. The Jets traded up, uh, to get him. So, um, you know, those stories, uh, that is going to happen this year for someone, it may not be an edge rusher, but but it's definitely gonna happen for someone, uh, at the senior ball, shrine bowl rosters. Um, I, don't, I feel like these guys are a little more interesting. Only because, you know, everyone at the the senior ball, I think, is getting drafted. It doesn't happen. But most of them, we would say these guys are borderline guys. But we've seen some of these two. Kyle Phillips got himself drafted uh, from this whole practice and everything. Uh, the game last year as well. So guys can move themselves up. So uh, let's start with quarterbacks again. Who you excited to see out of this bunch? I suppose Dorian
1: Thompson Robinson out of this bunch. I am not an, I've said before, I'm not an Aiden O'Connell guy. I think he's very erratic with his accuracy. And then yeah. Tanner Morgan at Minnesota. I've seen enough Tanner Morgan over the years. I don't think there's a lot more Tim Demoret. He was at the Hula bowl. He is playing again in this game. That's the Fordham quarterback. He is more interesting to me than Tanner Morgan or Tommy DeVito from Illinois. It's I mean, I'm surprised. DeVito, I know the league.
0: you can just cross off this list. He needs I, exactly. some positions. So
1: yeah, Malik Cunningham's playing this week at the NFL PA bowl. I'm surprised they did not get Malik Cunningham for the shrine. Game. Yeah.
0: Or, what are they doing? He would be at least fun.
1: Like you'd, I'd much rather watch Malik Cunningham for than watch sure. Tommy DeVito.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, DTR, like you said, is mm-hmm. the guy to watch that. That's the guy that can probably uh, move himself up and, and become a for sure draftable player. But I mean... It also would not be shocking to see him move himself down. So he's got a lot riding on this process this week. So uh, going to be most interesting from him. I like all these running backs. CK, there's uh, so th- many. They're running all backs, fun guys. ones. So uh, which ones are we? You looking forward to the most?
1: I there's three. I guess I will. will mention Zavian valadez there. He transferred to Arizona State this year. He's good. Tavian Thomas is a bruiser. Danerick Prince is there. But the, the the three I'm most interested to see are Jordan Mims, the Fresno State guy. We saw Ronnie Rivers. I don't remember if he got drafted or if he was an undrafted free agent, but UDFA. But it's the same type of skill set, right? Coming out of Fresno State, can run the ball, can catch the ball. Can he offer some third down versatility? Yeah, I think so. Travis Dye went to Oregon, transferred to USC this past year. He is coming off of a, I think it's an ankle injury, pretty major injury. We haven't seen him for a while. So it sounds like he actually thinks he's going to play in this game. So that would be good just to see him healthy again
0: and then I'm surprised talked- by that cuz that was a recent injury and yeah. in surgery so uh th- that uh, he's going he's going to show a lot just by practicing and showing up to play so That'd be uh, good to definitely one of the guys uh that I like here one guy that we've seen a lot of
1: though is Mo Ibrahim we've yeah. talked about how many carries he's gotten i was I mean, I think we know what we get out of Mo Ibrahim. We've seen all the carries out of him, but he'll show up. I and mean, if he shows a little more speed, maybe he gets picked
0: a little earlier than we think. It's if- all gonna be his 40 time. That that's what yep. everything is writing on for Mo Ibrahim. If he if he runs a good 40 time at his size, he's going in the third round. If he runs a mediocre 40 time, he's going in the six. If he runs a bad one, he ain't getting drafted. That's mm-hmm. like what it is for Mo Ibrahim, which is crazy. I, I really like him, but He's got a lot writing on that 40 time because of that Achilles injury he had.
1: I'm going to mention a fullback again. You're going to say why. So <laughs> Derek Parrish is listed as a fullback. Derek Parrish has never played on the offensive side of the ball as far as I'm, I've i never seen him play. He plays defensive end for Houston, and they have him listed as a fullback. So that's the other thing you see out of these bowl games mm. is, was it, um, who was the whitewater offensive lineman who got drafted a uh, Quinn miners a few years ago, right? He, this is yeah. the first time we saw him try to play center. It was one of these special games. And so sometimes we see these guys who are going to get drafted at a different position. And that's what it sounds like they're doing here. They're going to say, can you play fullback and block? Cause you're... It, was, uh,
0: it was Armani Rogers last year. Tight end, uh, yeah. who moved to tight end. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, you just know, you're gonna have to if you want to stay at the the if you want to move up to the next level you can't stay at that position so um you know interesting Anquan Bolden I remember him uh, oh, playing quarterback, quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played quarterback in the bowl game after I think he went to Florida State as a quarterback moved to wideout and then it was like two guys got suspended another guy got hurt or whatever. And they were down to emergency quarterback and he played it in the bowl game and then got drafted in, uh, I think late first round, uh, by, by he was early. Office.
1: He was awesome. Yeah. It might've
0: been a second, but yeah, it was very early. So, uh, yeah. Out, outstanding stuff here. These wide receivers. I mean, there's some what good, the ones. Hell, what the hell is a flowers doing at the shrine game? That's what I want to know. That guy uh, needs to be in a senior bowl.
1: Yeah. That is their biggest get in this group for sure. Uh, probably the entire, Shrine game is going to be Zay Flowers. I was surprised. I think everybody was surprised that he went there. Once again, borderline first round pick there. I think if he really yeah. shows up and does what we think he can do, he could get in the first round, the back end of it. After that, At Perry's there, At Perry, extremely productive. And then at his size, you just think about, okay, well, how, if he's fast enough, can he separate? Cause at that size, I mean, there's some fun things you can do with a player like that. Same thing with Jaden Hazel or Jaden Hazelwood, who transferred from Oklahoma, where he was the number one. I think he was the number one recruit overall in the country before yeah. transferring to Arkansas. Uh, we talked about Michael Jefferson. He's also six four. They have some huge receivers here. So some of these guys, I have to admit, I did not watch because I have not seen Shaq Davis at South Carolina State. So, <laughs> but once again, I can look at the depth chart and say six foot five, Bonds at Hampton, six foot four. There are some big, tall wide receivers here. Actually, like Antoine Green at North Carolina. He's he kind of reminds me of Di- Diami Brown, who went to North Carolina not that long ago and got picked in the fourth round. There are some tall wide receivers on top of say, <laughs> Flowers here.
0: They're gonna make some cornerbacks today's nightmares here mm-hmm. for sure. Especially the the shorter guys uh that are in this game that have to go up against the tall guys. But Trevius it, Havage it,
1: Tomlinson is here.
0: It, I want it, to see it's him get safety period. Oh man, it's gonna be a good way for those guys to separate mm-hmm. themselves, though. The the smaller guys is if you can you can hang with a six-four guy six, five, even if they're slow, uh, just to, to prove that you can, you know, mess up a contested uh, catch or whatever, uh, it goes huge, uh, for your value. So, uh, how about the tight ends? Who are the tight ends we're looking at here?
1: I think there's two that we should remember fantasy. So the ones that are there, Leonard Taylor, Blake Whitehart, D- Daniel Barker, Joel Wilson, Princeton, Fant, and Thomas Graney. And then the two that I want to really watch Luke Schoonmaker. So that's a Michigan tight end, very highly recruited and a lot of these Michigan, we talk about it with the pass catchers, but the tight ends too, right? They just run such a run heavy offense that we don't see what they have to offer. And it's kind of like Jeremy Ruckert last year Ohio state. Didn't really feature him as a pass catcher, but it doesn't mean he couldn't catch passes. I think Schoonmaker right. can do more than we've seen at Michigan and then Travis vocal. This is your Jelani woods thing. He's six foot eight from Nebraska and he's shown that he can catch passes. That interests me.
0: Yeah. And that's, you know, Jelani woods really didn't make a lot of noise until the combine even in, in uh I, was he in the shrine game of the senior ball i can't remember which one he was in last year but uh, you know everyone talked about how impressive his size was and that he looked he played faster than uh he looked on film or whatever and they were all surprised and then the numbers that he put up at the combine were eye popping And i think his relative athletic score ras which is a big thing that they use in the nfl was like you know, up in the, the 99 percentile. It was unbelievable. So, uh, which game was he in? Did you find he was it in the shrine bowl along with Chig
1: who we also saw had a first game? Both yeah. of them had a great rookie opposite, seasons, right?
0: Opposite of woods, Chig, mm-hmm. tiny, great at catching the ball very fast. We knew that no size, probably not a blocker, but yeah, July Valuable for
1: fantasy, both of them, right. Along Absolutely. with I- you mentioned Isaiah likely all those guys were day three, three picks I think and yeah. all of them even as rookies showed something to get me Daniel Bellinger was I think in the Shrine game last year so this is a big tight end game right like yeah Bellinger
0: was a Bellinger was a guy that I thought uh well here's a blocker and then I watched this film and I was like why are they not throwing this guy the ball more he's open all the time he's got great hands but uh didn't College go to waste with the Giants so yeah. uh good, good thing for that I mean and he had that nasty eye injury this year too like yeah. he had a weird rookie season uh, but, uh, how about on the defensive side? And I do appreciate this, uh, CK put both my longhorns on here. So thank you. They're good. For
1: that. I like them, man. The, Keandre Coburn yeah. and Moro Jomo. Yeah. I think they're both like, if you get, I think if they go out and they do specifically Coburn, I think if he, if he can show a little more pass rush ability, I think he could be a day two guy at this yeah. point. A Jomo, I'm not sure. He's probably undersized enough at playing at the interior that he's probably a day three guy for a rotational pass rusher. Kobe Turner is a great pass rushing option. He's probably a day two guy too. Brenton Cox at Florida could be a day two guy. Habakkuk, Baldonado, another pass rusher, Muhammad Diabite. We mentioned before he transferred to Utah as a linebacker, one of the better linebackers, Trevius Hodges Tomlinson. I said, if he was six foot tall, he'd be right up there with David Witherspoon. Yeah. I think, but he's even, I said, I think he's five, eight. He is very tiny, but he's very good. I, th- I think he won the, is it Jim Thorpe award that goes to the college, yeah. the mm-hmm. collegiate's best cornerback. I think he won that this past year, but, at 5'8", you got to prove, it. and he's going to get a chance. We just went over how tall the receivers are, so we'll yeah. see if he can do it.
0: it, it it's a chance. It you may know. not be a good chance for you going up against all those Giants. That's right. But uh, you have an opportunity here. So, yeah, looking forward to both of these games and really the practice notes uh, leading up to the games are, are the big things here and what evaluators are saying, and there's going to be just a glut of people uh, interviewing all these guys and all kinds of different outlets. So uh going to be a fun week this week, uh, reading all the notes and everything. And um, if you're in the NFL draft war room, group me room, I'm sure CK is going to be dropping us notes all the I'll time oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, he already dropped. You, you dropped the Patreon. and everything. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's, it's a lot of fun uh, to stay on top of this stuff. Um, you ready to go look at some team needs here? Let's do it. All right, so uh, you guys um, that have been here before know that I put together a big sheet with the team needs, the roster, the cap breakdown, all that stuff. I mean, over the cap, does Tons an outstanding job. Awesome yeah. job. Awesome job by you, though. Oh, thank you. So, yeah, man. It is uh, it is a lot of work. So uh, I started this process uh, earlier this week. I got so much stuff to do. Uh, but I, I started this uh, process this week uh, doing the team needs, and what I did was I kind of I looked at who is going to be the free agents, how much cap space these teams have. Um, and I broke it down by position for every team. And then I went over, uh, you know, every position to see if they needed or didn't need things and then, um, listed their team needs, uh, as I, I went through it. So let's start out, uh, in the NFC East with the Dallas Cowboys. Cause we're going alphabetical here. Uh, how about them Cowboys? Um, You know, unfortunately, the season ended for them uh, last week against the Niners. They are slightly over the cap with 41 players on the active roster right now. This is one thing I'll say. A lot of people get very concerned about the cap. And CK and I have said this for a while now. The cap is a joke. You you, will be able to you can get stuck. I mean, the Saints have been stuck for a little bit. You can get stuck with it if you screw around with it too much. But most teams have a plan in place. They have a capologist, you know, whatever they call it. Omar Khan, the, the Steelers general manager, started his NFL career as a cap guy and contract guy to try to, you know, find ways to finagle things, to uh, do things. A lot of the times they take a base salary. They, you know, give Bro- all of it as a bonus as much as they can. Void years
1: now. This is a new they, thing. Void years they, now. Push him yeah, out.
0: So weird the void years and how that stuff works. So, uh, like I said, over the cap does a great job. Uh, if you guys want to check out that stuff, uh, they have um, they do great work over there. So, uh, sportrack probably doing a little too many sports. Uh, over the cap only uh, the NFL. So uh, they do a fantastic job. But uh, going down the list by position here for the Cowboys, uh, quarterback they need a backup to Dak. Um, Cooper Rush is gone. I'm not sure who it's going to be. They have Will Greer on the roster. They got to figure something out there. So back up the Dak. It's probably just bringing back Cooper Rush, to be honest, because he did a good job filling in for him. But that's a situation they have to figure out. Running back is the weirdest situation for them because Tony Pollard is gone. There's talks about them maybe franchising him, but we talked about before. You don't necessarily want to franchise a running back. Um, we're talking PFF grades. Tony Pollard was three of 60. Number three, third best back in the league overall, according to PFF. Um, You know, Zeke was 42. And like I said before, when you cut Zeke, you say 4.8 million, but you lose 11.8. That's dead money that you can't do anything with. So it doesn't seem really worth it to cut Zeke right right now, um, especially if you're going to use him as, you know, your dirty work guy. If you're bringing back Tony Pollard or if you're bringing in, you know, if you let Pollard walk, you take Bijan early or something. Uh, you know, Zeke is probably still going to be the guy and they're going to make Bijan earn it, but he will, uh, there'll be three games, you know, but, but he absolutely will. But uh, running back is a big position of concern for the Cowboys. Oh
1: yeah. I I do not think they're going to cut Zeke just because of that dead cat money. I don't think they're yeah. going to cut Zeke, but I also don't know. Tony Pollard is not going to give this team a hometown discount either. It is not going to happen. He wants Christian McCaffrey gets about 16 million a year. I don't know if he'll get that number, but that $12 million plus, that's what Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, that's what Nick Chubb's getting. I think he can ask pretty easily for that number at this point. And I think some teams, whether it's the Cowboys or some other team, will be willing to give him that number. The projected franchise take cost, I was able to find on Over the Cap, it's about $10 million for a for a running back for one year. I think he would play on it because like when we talk about Lamar, if he got the franchise take, I don't think Lamar's touching that. If they give him that franchise take, I don't think Lamar's going to play on that at all. So Tony Pollard might play on that, but... I don't, I don't think they want to give him the franchise tag either.
0: Yeah, it would, it, it's, um, I think it, it, it would be a little foolish to mm-hmm. do that. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what they end up doing there. Uh, moving down the list for the Cowboys, uh, who's the number two wide receiver behind lamb. Are we sticking with Gallup? Uh, because he's coming off the injury. Maybe it's him. They drafted Tolbert last year. We both like Tolbert. Uh, I love Tolbert. Uh, I don't know if you were as high as I was on him, but, um, didn't seem to work out. I mean, the guy couldn't get on the field over Noah Brown. So uh, are we sticking with Gallup? Are we drafting someone else? You know uh, who uh, they had. Um, who was the other wide receiver that they have when they drafted uh, CD.
1: They Amari had Cooper.
0: Yeah. They had Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper, Cooper. and CD lamb. So they, they are not afraid to spend a high pick on a whiteout.
1: I've got their guy right here. I know who he's going to be. Jerry Jones is going to be watching film. He loves the sec. He's going to see Kayshaun Boutte for LSU. And I think that's a pretty good fit, actually. That's it the one that I think fit. picked 27 Keishan Boutte to the Cowboys.
0: Ooh, that's a good pick. I like that. Um, at tight end, it's do you pay Schultz? Uh, Schultz had a, particularly a big playoffs as well. Had a pretty good season. Uh, but Jake Ferguson played pretty well uh, in replacement of him. Um, they also have, um, who's the other guy in the roster? Peyton, yeah. Hendershot. Peyton Hendershot was good. Sean McKeon they like as well. So they have a, a decent amount there. So uh, it's, do you pay Schultz? Do you let him walk? I think they let him walk. I think they draft a replacement or sign a replacement. That's a little cheaper than him. Cause someone's going to pay him probably too much money. Uh, you know, Pat and I went over uh, Schultz. Schultz is uh, very regular athletically. He's very smart. He gets open. Uh, So I'm not trying to knock him there, but uh, you know, the smart guys don't tend to last as long as the, the pure talent, uh, the pure athletic guys. Well, he's another
1: one though. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets 10, 12 Hunter Henry, I think got 12 million last year, if Hunter Henry is getting 12 million, Dalton Schultz is getting more than that. I think, I don't know why he wouldn't. And I, I think that Jake Ferguson showed enough. And you mentioned Peyton Hendershot. Could they just go with one of those guys and bring in, I think Tyler Higby or someone like that is a free agent for a little cheaper and go with that. That that seems more likely to me than paying Dalton Schultz a big amount of money.
0: I think so as well. On the O line, it's are we sticking with Biatish at center? Uh he didn't grade out very well. Um and it was bad. I know a lot of Cowboys fans don't like him. So We'll see what ends up happening with the center spot. They got to replace Connor McGovern uh, uh, at right guard. He is a UFA, but he needs to be replaced anyway. He was bad this year. And can Tyler Smith stick full time? If so, what happens to the right tackle spot? So um, right tackle they need as well. Obviously, Jason Peters uh, retiring there most likely. I mean, I don't think he's going to play over 40, but you have, you know, um, on the interior, Biatish uh, was 26 of 38 centers graded. Zach Martin is your good guard. You got to replace McGovern, uh, Smith. If he, is he good enough to stick, uh, Tyler Smith and Tyron Smith? Um, if not, you got to get another guard. How lucky uh, are
1: they that they found Tyler Smith where they got, yeah. him? because when he stepped up, like, I mean, he looked pretty good down the stretch. If they didn't find Tyler Smith, it could have been a disaster on that line at times.
0: It really could have. So And look, the the line was the weakness. That's why they got Mm -hmm. beat by the Niners. So I don't think that Jerry Jones is going to forget that. That is going to be high on the priority list. On the interior of the defensive line, Odega Zuwa is solid. Golston uh, was good, but rotational. So they probably just need a little depth along the line. Uh Edge Rusher is one of the best groups in the league. They don't need anything there. Uh linebacker is a big need. Top two, uh, top two in terms of snaps are gone and LVE and Bar. Um so are we giving these spots to Damone Clark and Jabril Cox, who they've drafted and spent some capital on and can fill in. Uh like these guys are decent linebackers. So we'll see what happens with that spot, uh, if they decide to sign someone or use a draft pick on it, a corner digs on one side, Bland and Joseph kind of switch off on that slot roll, but Anthony Brown is gone and needs to be replaced. You either need to re sign him or bring in another boundary corner, uh, which was probably what they'll end up doing. And then at safety, I mean, I think the, the class for safety we talked about at CK is weak. Uh, the free agent class, I don't think, is that good either. And it, even if it is good, they're going to be snapped up real fast because the, the draft is bad. So I think just re-sign Donovan Wilson needs to be a priority for them. And then, you know. Uh, I love that line. The, the I love kicker. your special
1: teams line, dude.
0: Yeah, no long, so uh, long snapper on the roster, and the complete meltdown in the playoffs means Mar is probably gone. Like, you can't miss that many extra points and be expected. Now he started kicking field goals in the game against the Niners and making them. So maybe it was a blip on the radar. Maybe they want to stick with them, but I don't think so.
1: Under team needs. Bogman has kicker that can make extra point. It's just so (laughs) golden. I love it.
0: Yeah, uh, needs. So uh, my number one is find a way to keep Tony Pollard. I don't know if they're going to do that, so we'll see. Uh, That would be my number one priority if I was them. Uh, Offensive line is to re-sign Donovan Wilson, linebacker. Interior uh, defensive line, depth. Boundary corner and then a kicker that can make an extra point, as CK said. Uh, they have um they are missing a six-round pick, but they got everything else. They got their one, two, three, four, five, and seven. So uh they are fine in terms of picks. Moving over to the Giants, currently 43 players on the roster, but they have 42.8 million in cap space here. Uh, but that is because they don't have a starting quarterback on the roster after uh, free agency starts or a running back a starting running back because uh, Saquon is gone and so are so is Danny Dimes both unrestricted free agents so um let's start here CK Dimes you franchise him I
1: would love to lock him up for about 3 years would be my goal could I get him for 3 years and 90 million probably now I would think somewhere's in that range I think you're probably looking at 30 million a year for him the franchise tag for a quarterback the projection is 32 I'd rather see if I could get him to take a little bit of a longer-term deal, but it if it's no long-term deal or let him walk, you have to franchise take him, I think, at that point. 32. I know he turned down the fifth-year option, which I think out a quarterback is – or they turned down the fifth-year option, which is 25, mm-hmm. roughly. So you're going to give him a little more than that at this point, but hey, that's – the Giants took that to themselves, so it can't feel yeah. too tough. It can't feel too bad for him.
0: Yeah, man. It's – um. It's interesting because if you do let him walk and test free agency, he's gone. Someone mm-hmm. will sign him. I mean, the Falcons would love to have him, you know, uh, Washington would probably mm-hmm. love to have him in. They drafted Haskins that. Yeah. in that same, in that same uh, draft as well. So um, there are spots uh, Houston could use a guy, you know, if you, if you sign Danny, Daniel Jones and you have in then, then that, now you can draft Will Anderson at that two spots. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, you can't let him walk. So I think they have to franchise him, but if they do franchise him, what happens to Saquon? Saquon's gone too. He wants CMC money, which is 16 mil per year. I don't know if anyone deserves CMC money outside of CMC. Uh, I love Saquon, uh, but that's a big ask. Uh, I don't know if anyone else, like I would rather let Saquon walk and test the waters and come back than I would Daniel Jones. Cause there's no replacing The quarterback, you can replace running back, which once again goes to why these guys don't get drafted as high as Saquon went anymore because they are more easily replaceable. So I don't know um, if you're picking one, you can keep one uh, for the Giants. Are you trying to replace Dimes with a drafted quarterback or is it the running back? Because it's just easier to replace.
1: Saquon's more talented than Daniel Jones, but I will take, You gotta, you gotta find a quarterback. You can't win. I mean, Joe Burrow, Patrick, I know Brock Purdy's winning. That's different, but beyond that, look at the team players that are still going. You need a good quarterback and there's 32 teams in the NFL. There are maybe 15 good quarterbacks. Like it yeah. is, there are some bad teams out there and Daniel Jones, I'm not saying he's good, but he is better than a, what a lot of teams are putting out there right now. So well, yeah.
0: How would he look in Tennessee? You know, better than Ryan Tannehill. Better than Better. Ryan Tannehill. I mean, it yeah. have I would to put five him. five new offensive linemen for him. But yes, uh, yeah. I mean, we talk about how bad the the
1: team is around. When we're gonna go over how this team and the receivers <laughs> they put out there for him, the offensive lineman they put him with, and he got this team to the playoffs. Now Saquon's a big part of that too. But if you have to take one or the other, running it's backs are replaceable. Running backs yeah. are replaceable.
0: It's the quarterback for sure. And and the, at the wide receiver position, as you mentioned, who of Richie James, Slayton and Hodgins are worth paying. And and I think you're going to cut Kenny Galladay. I think he's gone. Obviously Uh, got, you just can't keep him on the roster. So uh, he's got to go. So who of Richie James, Slayton and Hodgins uh, are worth paying? I mean, I know, I think you like Slayton, right? That's your guy out of this group. Of Those three,
1: if I'm picking one, I'll take Darius Slayton. And then I would take, I kind of like Hodgins. I kind of think Hodgins is what they wanted on a Kenny Galladay, a big body yeah, wide receiver nice. who can operate yeah. underneath. And it just didn't work out. And Richie James, it's a fun story, but is Richie? if Wandale Robinson's healthy, that's the same exact player, right? And we hope that Wandale Robinson, I, I want to see Wandale Robinson be healthy because it looked good. So if you told me that they go in with Darius Slayton, Wandale Robinson, and Isaiah Hodgins, I'd say, okay, we well, need something else. But it's it's not awful. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not as bad as we made it out to be, but it's still not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tight end, just depth behind Bellinger, Myrick. They like Myrick, so I think he's going to stay. Bellinger is clearly their starter now, so I don't think they need much there, maybe just some depth. Offensive line, uh, they need a new starting center. Feliciano was bad, and he's a UFA. Uh, you got to re-sign Nick Gates or find a new starter at guard. Evan Neal was so bad. He was 83 out of 84 graded tackles, according to PFF. So you, just, you need some competition, you need some insurance for him uh, mo- moving forward. So, uh, I mean, I don't care if he's a first-round pick. If you're that bad, you can't stay on the field. That's just bottom line. So, Especially if you're about
1: to pay Daniel Jones. Especially right. if you're about to pay Daniel Jones, you cannot have him getting hit from the back. And if you pay both side. those
0: guys, if you pay yeah. both those guys, Saquon and Dimes, what are you doing? Investing you know, you in your can't your offensive keep this line, Right, yeah, you have to the you know you're the meritocracy as Tony Romo taught us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you gotta you gotta merit staying out there. Uh, on the interior of the defensive line, amazing starters, just some depth. They're good. Uh, you know, Dexter Lawrence, one of the best in the business. Leonard Williams, amazing. So they're doing fine there. Edge, they've got Tibbs and uh, Ojolari. They're great starters. They could use some rotational depth there. Uh, linebacker this is probably their biggest need um they cut tay crowder who was their leading tackler in the middle of the year they went with Micah mcfadden and jalen smith who is slow as hell mcfadden graded worse than smith darian beavers they drafted last year he got hurt so maybe he will have a role but he was a late pick anyway this is probably one of the first things that they address either in free agency or the draft is that linebacker spot. Cause that is their biggest need a corner. They could use an upgrade, but mainly uh, just need someone in the slot to replace Darnay Holmes. Cause he sucks. And uh, Julian love was the only okay safety. He graded out as below average. So another big need, this is once again, if you're the Cowboys, why you have to sign Wilson before free agency, you have to sign. If you're the giants, Julian love before free agency, cause there's not a lot to replace these guys. Uh, there's not coming in uh, on the draft as well. So, um, gotta make sure you you lock that spot up. Uh and then uh for special teams, they need a punter and a long snapper because both those guys are free agents. So in terms of team needs, what I have for them, uh figure out what you're doing with Danny Dimes, pay Saquon, linebacker, center and guard, wide receiver, slot corner, resign love and competition for Evan Neal as the things that they need heading into uh free agency. That's here. a lot for a team that just got done into
1: playing in the playoffs, right? That doesn't seem like a team that just got through the <laughs> conference level of the playoffs. And we talk about all well, the team needs they have,
0: but you get quarterback and running back locked up before free agency. That's and then it's start. just, it's just offensive line and some defensive spots at that point. So, uh, and maybe some wide receivers, but yeah, I mean, but Brian Dable, did well with a busted roster here yes, in his he first year there. So imagine when he starts getting his own guys in there, what that's going to look like. It looks like the future is bright there. They have a lot of picks too. They have the 25th overall pick. They have their second, their third. They have a third from Kansas City in the Kadarius Tony trade. They also got an extra sixth from that trade. They got an extra seventh from Baltimore uh, from when they traded up uh, with the Giants last year to draft Daniel Falele. So uh, they have a bunch of picks here and a bunch of things to fill but also a bunch of picks to cover it. So, uh that is good. Let's go over to Philly, the one active team from this division. Left 53 players currently on the roster. They have 3.8 mil in cap space once again. That will get worked out. Uh, don't have a lot of picks. We talked about this before. They got, um, they have the the 10th overall from the Saints and that weird pick exchange thing that they did uh, for the Saints to eventually move up and take Chris Olave. So uh, they have 110. They have their first. They have a second. They have their third. But they don't have a 4, 5, or 6. They do have 2-7. They have their own seventh, and they have the Jalen Rager from the Vikings uh seventh there so i at least they got something from him i guess i don't know he was terrible they took him a pick ahead of justin jefferson too uh (laughs) just a joke but um they don't have this is a team that is going to potentially be moving around so uh we'll see what happens when we get there but you and i discussed uh, i can't even remember was this off air or on air about them potentially uh moving because uh you know that 10th pick is going to be valuable They might want Bichon, but that's probably too early to take him. So uh, if there's a quarterback left, maybe an old lineman that somebody wants to move up for, uh, a wideout, whatever it is, uh, I think that this is a prime team that is going to be moving and shaking during the NFL draft.
1: Yeah, I think so, too, because... They don't have a lot of needs. We've talked about it before. They have some. I don't want to sit here and say, well, they're in the Super Bowl team. They're going not going to have any. They do have needs still. We've talked about that before. I'm just talking about James Bradbury. If We'll get to him. But I also don't think at pick 10 is drafting Bijan the best use of your resources. Probably not. It's probably not. As much as I like Bijan and I talk about how great he is, it's they could use. Could you trade back with, I don't know, the Houston at 12? And could you get pick up another second round pick even for two picks or a third round pick to fill in a little more space yeah because you're going to need to start saving money because the very first sentence you have is jalen hurts is a free agent soon so yeah he's got to start thinking ahead here
0: yeah jalen hurts is a free agent after the 2023 season so like you said locking him up priority a number one over everything so getting him an extension that makes sense for everyone and uh you better do it quick because he could easily win the mvp next year so uh you know you i i think Lamar, right Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get caught in that. You don't want to get caught in that. You just want to commit to the guy and say, this is our guy. We're paying him and we're moving forward, which is weird because it really didn't seem like that. You know, uh, it was a different GM and head coach that drafted Jalen Hurts. And, you know, that whole crew got canned. And now uh, we're here with Hertz starting for this team and potentially leading them to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, you got you got to figure out what you're doing there. And Minshew needs to be resigned because they don't have a backup after that. So uh, probably you know Minshew is cheap. You can get him unless someone wants to throw a starting gig at him, which I just as much hype as fans want to make. He's not that good, guys. Like he's fine. He's a good backup. Nope. He is not a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL. If he was, he would still be with the Jaguars. So
1: Minshew or Heineke as your backup.
0: I'd rather have Heineke.
1: I would rather have Heineke, too. We are yeah. in agreement on that one. So Start, that And Heineke
0: was bad. We'll get to his ranking as well, but I still think he's better than Gardner Minshew. Um, running back, uh, Miles Sanders to UFA, is Gainwell enough, or are they going to sign someone Are they going to use one of those few picks that they have on a running back? It's a big question right now. Obviously, a lot of mocks have Bichon going to them at 10. Uh, CK and I are kind of in agreement. We don't think he's going to go that high, although he could you know, 10 to 20, like you said, is probably the sweet spot for where he's going to go, but running backs fall these days. So probably not getting picked at 10. Uh, Even if Philly sticks there, they'll probably take a corner. Um, The wide receivers are amazing. Maybe an upgrade over Quez Watkins, maybe just someone to compete with him uh would be fine there. Uh Tight end, they need depth. I'm not sold on Jack soul or Grant Calcaterra, Grant Calcaterra being the backup to Dallas Goddard here. Uh So I think just, you know, bring someone else in. It'd be a good, good spot for one of those th-
1: day three guys. You we were talking about in the shrine beam or the senior bowl, right? Just let absolutely. him sit behind Dallas Goddard, learn a little yeah, bit.
0: Who's the, who's it, uh, what's the uh, Michigan kids name? Schoolmaker. Yeah.
1: That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely
0: Good fit. They run a lot. And, and uh, so he can run block. He did it in Michigan and he can catch the ball a little. I think that's a, a good spot for them. Um, offensive line. You know, this is one of the best in the business, so they don't need a lot. I have a lot here, but it's really, it comes down to, uh, I think Kelsey, especially if they win the Super Bowl, Kelsey's gone. He's going to retire. He's 35 years old, uh, a little bit long in the tooth. And they drafted maybe his eventual replacement in Cam Jurgens. I don't know what they got out of him, what they think about him. So he could get the first shot. Landon Dickerson played center at Alabama, who they have a guard. He could just flip two center, maybe move Jurgens at that guard spot. Maybe that's less on him in his first year starting. Um, So, and then just depth behind Johnson and Malata tackle. Every, every team needs offensive lineman depth though. Uh Their interior uh, defensive line is the best in the league. They need nothing. Their edge rushers are awesome. This is why they have so few picks because they traded for edge rushers. They don't need anyone. They're fine there. Uh, linebackers, they still have Edwards and Kaiser Kys- White, who are great this year with N'Kobe Dean on the roster. Um, Nakobe Dean actually uh, played so much on the line that he got graded as an edge rusher. Uh, really? which I thought was interesting because he's so small, you know, but he played up on the line. He was in mainly rundowns. Um, and then corner, uh, re-signed James Bradbury. He's one of the best in the business and safety. Um, they have one of the best secondaries in the league, but uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson uh, gone after this year. And their special team is all set opposite of the Cowboys. So for them, re-sign Bradbury or use a 10th overall pick on a corner. That's number one. That's what they're going to do. Uh, one of those two things. So, right
1: now, I have that 10th overall pick being Christian Gonzalez. And the mock I, that I've done, I think that that's what I have right now.
0: Yeah. And look, if they decide to pay Hertz this offseason to save a little money, then they are not going to resign James Bradbury. He's going to have to go somewhere else, uh, maybe Pittsburgh. I love that. Uh, but anyway, uh, draft a running back to replace Sanders. You're not going to pay Sanders. I don't think he's good enough to pay. Uh, Let somebody else take a shot at him. Uh, Use one of your draft picks on a running back. There's so many good backs uh, in in this class. I think this is a prime spot for in the second round. You know, Jameer Gibbs, move up. You can move back. If you take Insolos with that 10, you can trade. But you have the last pick in the...
1: Yeah, you have, they have the last or one of the last picks, right? That's, that would be their 31st or 32nd. I know it depends on if you want to count the dolphins having a pick or not wherever they end up finishing here. But yeah, that would be a great spot to fit Jameer Gibbs. And, and this is a team we see, you mentioned, you know, Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, they have, they have such a system. It's kind of like the San Francisco where you just plug a running back in here. And because of Jalen hurts or partially because of Jalen hurts and their incredible line, they have a lot of big holes to run through. So yeah, yeah, it'd be a good spot for Jameer Gibbs to get a start.
0: I think so too. Uh, And then backup tight end competition for Quez Watkins. It's not a lot, you know, a safety, if they decide not to uh, re-sign Gardner Johnson, but they don't need a lot. That's why they're in the position that they're in. Uh, That is a team that the cap after they re-sign, you know, this is it's all fun and games until you have to re-sign your quarterback is basically what it is. You can uh, bring in free agents. You can sign people, but when you have to pay that quarterback, Uh, the type of money that they're going to want in demand, uh, then you start to feel the squeeze of the cap a little bit. So It's
1: the NFL uh, cheat code. If you can find a good quarterback on a rookie deal, that is the NFL cheat code right now. That's why Miami was able to get Tyree Kill. That's why the Bengals are so good with Joe Burrow right now. But it's coming. And soon the Bengals are going to have to make a choice like Joe Burrow or T Higgins. And I'm going to tell you right now, it will be Joe Burrow.
0: Yep. (laughs) 100%. So let's go over to the commanders, 58 players on the roster. So they're actually over right now. And they have 3.8 mil in cap space. Uh, They don't have a third, but they have everything else. Uh, But I mean, the big question here on this team, CK is, are we actually giving Sam Howell the starting job? Like he had one start at the end of the year. I know Ron Rivera likes him. Uh, he's a tough guy. Uh, the knock on him is you know, maybe command of the locker room and and huddle presence, all that stuff. Uh, but he seemed to do a good job in his one start. But is that enough to just give him the job right now? Obviously Carson Wentz uh, will be there, um, but. I don't know if you're picking at one sixteen, and there's an opportunity for you to move up, to take a will Levis to take an Anthony Richardson uh, and at least compete with Sam Howell. I think you kind of have to do it.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Sam Howell does not prevent me from taking a shot at Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. I don't think they have much of a chance for Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, but if Anthony Richardson, let's say it's fall, it's fallen to 10. Let's say he gets past Carolina at nine. And then we just talked about Philadelphia. Maybe he wants to move back. You you get on the phone to Philadelphia. Now, I know it's a division trade. You don't see it very often. Last year, it was uh, Detroit and Minnesota made a trade for Jamison Williams. Detroit moved up. But you you call and you start saying, could we move up and get a chance at Anthony Richardson here? And he like you said, even if you decide that you want to start Sam Howell to start, you still have Anthony Richardson then. And then you we said, we don't really want to start Anthony Richardson right away. Yes. But I do not want to go in as a full year either and say, "Well, Sam Howell, we're just going to roll with it and see what it is." Because off of one start that we saw, that's that seems extremely risky on a team that's not that bad. They're they're, they're very much good. stuck in the middle right now, though. With Ron Rivera, it seems like they've been right around five hundred. I think it's seven and ten, seven and nine, and eight, eight and one this year. So yeah. they're just <laughs> stuck in the middle right now.
0: Yeah, they they very much are, and then. Uh, you know, running backs are good. They obviously have Gibson and Robinson, they're fine there. Uh, they have McKissick on the roster too, so they're more than fine there. Uh, wide receiver, great top three. Uh, so they're good there with Dotson and McLaurin and uh Curtis Samuel. Can I cut Miami Brown off my dynasty rosters? I think he probably can. Okay, uh, it's uh, we he had a shot, and they decided they like him so much they gave Curtis Samuel money. So, uh, that's pretty much what it is there. Uh, the tight end is Logan Thomas good anymore? If not, is Cole Turner good enough? Like that is kind of the question here. John Bates is their blocking guy. They've had him uh, for a long time at tight end. He's still on the roster, but I mean, uh, oh, and I didn't even mention this. Uh, Tyler, Taylor Heineke, 38 of 39 graded quarterbacks. Not very good this year. Not an impressive season, which is why you let Sam Howell start at the end of the year, because, you know, you're not doing anything with Heineke. He's going to be a backup somewhere else next year. Uh, but um, I think yeah, Heineke's
1: uh, going to be a good, like uh, a Heineke though. I, you mentioned it before. I over Gardner Minshew for sure. Like go mm-hmm. Dallas or Houston. If you draft Bryce Young, sign Taylor Heineke to be your backup. Yeah. Like I like Taylor Heineke as a backup. I think he's not bad in that role, even though 38 of 39, whatever the offense is not doing him any favors there. I know they have some good players, but. Brian they were offense. hurt. A yeah, bunch of them were, were hurt, hurt
0: yeah. uh, this year, too. So we missed Brian Robinson for 50% of the year. Jahan Dotson missed a lot of his rookie season. Uh, Curtis Samuel's perpetually banged up, uh, you know, uh, j- just the way it goes. I think he was actually pretty clean this year, Curtis Samuel. So, um, but is Logan Thomas good anymore? Uh, if not, is Cole Turner? What, what are we doing here? This is kind of a, a question. It's a lesser need because these guys are still on the roster and they're going to be okay with them. But I don't know. I it, think I will want to upgrade a little bit.
1: It's a lesser need, but unless you're rolling with Sam Howell. Like if you're rolling with Sam Howell, you want a good tight end on Reckons. this team. Yeah. If you're going to roll with Sam Howell at pick 16, like then you think about Michael Muir and you well, say look okay, at what
0: Kittle does for Brock Purdy yeah, right now. Exactly. You give Pat him that, for picket,
1: yeah. That underneath option, who is a good blocker. Like if you were going to roll with Sam Howell, then you need a better tight end than Cole Turner, John Bates. You need somebody there, and I don't think you're going to pay. Logan Thomas is not the answer anymore. He's dealt with so many injuries, and he's another converted tight end or quarterback from college who played tight end. So I don't see that being the option. But, yeah, if you're going with Sam Hall, you need a better tight end than what they currently have on the roster.
0: It was musical chairs at center uh, for the commanders this year. Uh, Tyler Larson had some snaps. Wes Scheister had some snaps. Chase Roulier, though, is the guy that they paid. so – uh, I think he's making 12.4 this year. So uh, I'm guessing he's going to be their starting center. And then um, you have Andrew Norwell at guard. They signed over from Jacksonville, I believe, last offseason or maybe this offseason. But um, then Trey Turner was the other guard that you had. Now they drafted Chris Paul out of Tulsa uh, last year. I'm assuming that he just takes that spot. And they're good at tackle. I mean, they've got Leno and Cosmas and Cornelius Lucas. So they're fine at tackle. Uh, It's just that is Chris Paul getting that guard job? And do you trust that Charles or Nolan uh, Laufenberg as, you know, competition for him? So guard could definitely be on the list on the interior of the defensive line. Obviously, you have Jonathan Allen, one of the best in the business in there. And Daron Payne is good, too, but he's an unrestricted free agent. So they have to decide, are we going to pay Payne? Is Fiderian Mathis, who barely played this year and they drafted, is he a good enough replacement? I thought he was pretty solid, but we didn't see anything. So this could be one of their uh, highest picks. It's just putting someone in. You already have Jonathan Allen. So get somebody else in to anchor that line because you want Montez Sweat and Chase Young now coming back uh, off of uh, his injury marked season. You want these guys to absolutely get an opportunity and sweat even without chase young, most of the year, I think rated out as a top 10 edge rusher. So he was outstanding and you add a number one overall pick here and chase young to this line. It's going to be, it's going to be dangerous. I think linebacker is one of their biggest needs. They could resign Cole Holcomb. Who's an unrestricted free agent, but he was firmly in the middle of linebackers jam davis seems to be a disappointment i thought he was gonna be much better he's undersized you know he's disappointing like devin bush uh to to me Very so uh, yeah i i just don't know if you can uh, keep rolling this guy out there so um he's got a lot to prove we'll at least say that um, uh, as far as cornerback goes, Fuller is good, but they could use a full-time slot. McCain, was split between slot and free safety and another boundary corner can ben- Benjamin St. You say St. Just, however you say his name, I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> he's not good. So no. you need it. You need another, uh, boundary corner you probably need a full-time slot instead of screwing around with Bobby McCain and keep moving him around. And then um, I thought curl and Forrest were a solid combo. I think they're good there. They're set on special teams. So for me, I've got quarterback is number one. Just figure out what you're doing with it. Uh, Drawn pain replacement. Cause I don't think they're going to pay him. Cause he only had 3.8 in cap space, interior offensive line to compete with Rue and Chris Paul linebacker boundary corner and something at tight end. So that is my needs for Washington. So I have um,
1: at Washington at pick 16 right now, I have them taking Joey Porter Jr. right in front of the Steelers. Yeah. Getting that, you mentioned boundary corner. I think you put him on the outside right there and replace Benjamin St. Juiced in that, hey, you got to start somewhere. And so you yeah. mentioned it. If you got that pass rush that they're getting out of Chase Young, get some sticky corners, get a few turnovers. That's, that's a good way to start to kickstart your offense, get some turnovers in there too.
0: Yeah, it would be a shame if you're getting those turnovers and then you're handing the ball over to Sam Howell and he Ah, can't do anything. So that's why my... Look, Sam Howell might be good. Uh, I think he is right-handed Tim Tebow uh, with a better arm. So Tim Tebow, he did some good stuff in the NFL. He beat Steelers in the playoffs. So uh, it wasn't all bad for him. Of course, did end up in a flaming disaster and he had to go to baseball. But there were good moments in there. So uh, I don't know that uh, Sam Howell is the permanent answer but he could be the answer right now so um that is everything for the nfc east are we doing nfc north next week let's do I it i believe it is nfc north Works yeah for nfc north senior bowl
1: shrine bowl or shrine game player practice notes we'll oh, have some man. of that stuff to talk about
0: it's gonna be a We're gonna do an exciting time week.
1: here right now dude yeah <laughs> it's the exciting time
0: The NFL never sleeps. There's always something going on. So uh, we will absolutely have more coverage for you guys. And remember, follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports for myself at C-O-P-I-E-P-S, co-peeps for C-K. And that's going to wrap it up for us today. We will see you guys next week. Enjoy the Shrine game. Enjoy the Senior Bowl. And we'll see, see you then. Take it easy, everybody.